0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? No, nope. because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May third. Rated PG thirteen. Welcome to the Profit Podcast. Everything NFL and fantasy football related all year long. With your host. Kelvin Wright. Welcome back, everybody, to the Profit Podcast. I hope you are all having a fantastic week. As school is starting up for a lot of you, I know college has started for me. A uh, pretty busy, but not not super busy. I should be able to maintain the amount of content I'm producing. But let's let's hop into it. Uh, let's just, I, you know, you know how I like running the show. Not a lot of extracurriculars, uh, but just hopping right into the fantasy football content. So today's topic is the 2020 fantasy football, my guys, quarterback edition, the profit-approved quarterbacks got some nice uh, alliteration there profit approved the profit approved quarterbacks for 2020 and these are guys that I like for several reasons whether it's a talent or opportunity situation or if it's just a screaming value based on their average draft position so so to explain that uh, a little background uh, Kirk Cousins is going to be on this list spoiler alert but me having Kirk Cousins as a my guy and not having Patrick Mahomes does not mean that I think Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback or better fantasy quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. It would just mean based on the average draft position, based on the value you're receiving, I think he's someone that I I can approve for this year. So just want to clarify that because every time I do one of these, you know, top 10 players I love this year, people always comment, people always DM me and they're like, hey, I saw you mentioned J.K. Dobbins, but not Christian McCaffrey. Does that mean you think Christian McCaffrey is going to be worse than J.K. Dobbins? No, of course not. It's all based on the draft position. How much you have to pay for the player? I mean, I'm trying to think of an example, but you, you all get it. You all understand. It's it's based on the value. So the first profit-approved quarterback for 2020 is Kyler Murray. This should come as, as no real surprise to to anyone uh, kyler murray has been hailed as a fantasy savior by many fantasy football podcasts uh, youtube channels analysts i mean everyone seems to love him and it's for for good reasons look kyler murray in his first season he was the number seven quarterback that's that's very good the situation has gotten so much better he went from a pretty bad situation to one of the best offensive situations in the NFL. To go from having Christian Kirk as your wide receiver one and Larry Fitzgerald, I guess, is your wide receiver two, to going to have DeAndre Hopkins as your wide receiver one, Christian Kirk is your two, and then Larry Fitzgerald and Andy Isabella mixed in there. That that is a dream come true for a young quarterback. Also getting that first year, that rookie season out of the way for him with uh, with flying colors and uh, flying marks and uh, getting that out of the way for the coach. There was a lot of youth on the coaching staff and all around on the offense. So I think they've got an offense that they are excited about with Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds. Uh, I think it's going to be an amazing situation. Furthermore, Kyler Murray rushed for over 500 yards last year. We all know it's modern fantasy football. Running quarterbacks have a huge advantage. Whether you like it or not, whether you think they should change some of the scoring settings, it doesn't matter. Right now, as things are, they've got a huge advantage. And I think that's a trend that's going to continue for Kyler Murray, running the ball. He was third in attempts last season, and he didn't really start running till he didn't run much his first several games. He didn't really unleash himself fully. So I think if he can run even more or even as the same level— But then with DeAndre Hopkins there, the offense rejuvenated. Cliff Kingsbury in his second year, I think it is a magical situation. And and you drafted him. I know he's going in the fifth round, sixth round. But I think it's a good pick there. I think it is a good pick. He's a great deep ball thrower too. 44.3 deep ball completion percentage. Six in the NFL. And now with Hopkins there, man alive man alive. Hopkins there helps Murray a lot. And Isabella, keep your eye on Andy Isabella. Uh, he's not someone you're going to be drafting in most leagues, but, but add him to your watch list, you know? Just keep an eye on him because he's talented. They spent an early pick on him last year. He didn't get a lot of opportunity last year, but whenever he did get a chance to, to make a play happen, he did. He did. So keep an eye on Andy Isabella. Alright. Number two. The second profit-approved quarterback for 2020, Dak Prescott. Now, I get it. I know a lot of people hate Dak Prescott. A lot of hate people really hate the Dallas Cowboys. I understand. I do. But Dak Prescott was the number two quarterback last year in fantasy football, right behind Lamar Jackson. Look, he can get it done. He had 4,901 yards and 30 touchdowns. Almost threw for 30 touchdowns and 5,000 yards. He was 6th in attempts, 2nd in pass yards, 96.6 quarterback rating, 48.7% deep ball completion, 2nd in the league, and he was the ninth most accurate passer. Those are stats that I love to see from a quarterback. He's got a great supporting cast, a great supporting cast. Ezekiel Elliott is an elite running back. He's got Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb is now there. Blake Jarwin, keep your eye on him, an upcoming tight end. It's a great situation once again, and he proved last year he can be elite. He proved to us last year. Now with Mike McCarthy coming in as the coach, we all know McCarthy has had a lot of success with quarterbacks, at least fantasy-wise, in the past with Aaron Rodgers. He, he's gotten great production from offenses and translates it into fantasy points. He's not one of these guys where they're good in real life, but it, it doesn't translate into fantasy like the Patriots. No. McCarthy, they get yards, they get touchdowns. It's going to be great for fantasy. With the supporting cast that Dak Prescott has, I could see 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. I could see it. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I could see it. Actually, I'm going to say it's going to happen. That may be a bold prediction, but I'm going to predict 5,000 plus yards and 30 plus touchdowns for Dak Prescott, making him a top three fantasy quarterback this year. Heard it right here. Maybe bold, but hey, this is the profit approved episode. Dak Prescott all in. And I know he's going fifth, sixth round just like Kyler Murray, maybe a little later. I think is a great value there. Not a great value, but a good pick there. I don't think you're going to regret it. I think he's good enough, you know, a a tier above the rest that it's worth spending that slightly earlier pick. So Dak Prescott and Kyler Murray are are really the two only earlier mid-round quarterbacks that I'm drafting. Those are the earliest that I would draft quarterbacks with Dak Prescott and Kyler Murray. I wouldn't spend the picks on Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes or even Russell Wilson if Russell Wilson falls to the same plate as Dak and Kyler Murray, then yeah, by all means draft him. But in, in drafts that I'm watching right now, he tends to go a little earlier. So now we are to the number three, profit-approved quarterback. And this is this is where it gets controversial because these are players that a lot of people don't like, at least as much as I do, at least this year. The quarterback I'm about to mention, a lot of people loved him in the past, but last year he made a lot of fantasy owners and analysts pretty mad with poor production or at least what they thought was poor production jared goff jared goff is a is a profit approved quarterback for 2020 sounds gross i know you're cringing right now but as bad as jared goff was he finished as the number 12 quarterback in fantasy leagues top 12 guy a lot of the reason he was considered so horrible is because when he was bad, he was really bad. It wasn't that he'd go out and score, you know, 13, 14 points. No, he'd go out and lay a goose egg with, like, three points. He was bad when he was bad. But he still managed to finish top 12. The passing volume is amazing, too. He was, uh, he's, uh... He had 626 passing attempts which was tied for first right next to J- Jameis Winston. He was third in passing yards, and he only had 22 touchdowns, and the interceptions were at 16, which is worrisome. But before 2019, he averaged only 18 intercep- eight interceptions, not 18, holy smokes. He only averaged eight interceptions a season. And if we take that average and, like, let's say, let's take his stats from last year and average it to eight instead of 16 interceptions... He goes to being the top number 10 fantasy quarterback. Top 10. Top 10, guys. He was the number 6 quarterback the year before. He's, he's been a good fantasy option before. He's been a great fantasy option before. But people are taking those few weeks where he laid complete goose eggs and are avoiding him all together. Even last year, he was the top 12 quarterback. He's being drafted as the 17th quarterback off the board, mid-round 12, behind Cam Newton. You're drafting him almost as a backup quarterback. And I can assure you he's going to be top 12 again. But, you know, I, I think the interceptions go down. And I think the touchdowns go up. I expect his interceptions to be where they had been previously, around eight interceptions. I think the touchdowns are going to be where they have been previously, around 26, 28, maybe 30 touchdowns. And if we take those previous averages and add them to what he did last year yardage-wise, he would rank as the sixth quarterback, number six quarterback in fantasy football, which is what he finished as two years ago. I think he can do it again. It's not crazy to think Jared Goff is going to be number six ranked quarterback this year. He's done it before. He, he, He was top 12 last year. He was the 12th best quarterback, and he's being drafted as the 17th quarterback behind Cam Newton. Explain it. Please explain it. You're banking on him having like six games under 10 points if you're drafting him as a 17th guy. I don't get it. I don't get it. The hate for Jared Goff, it's gotten a little extreme. I think it's gotten a little unreasonable. All right, so moving on to the next profit-approved quarterback, we got two more. This is another uh, value pick, another great value pick in my eyes. Gardner Minshew, the, the mustache man himself. Uh, <laughs> the day of recording this podcast, they just announced some deal where if you draft him, you may get free beer. So there's that. Uh, Gardner Minshew, though, is already a very accurate deep passer. He wasn't exactly consistent last year. But if you go back and watch him, watch their whole games as a whole, he had some elite moments, not just some good moments. He had some moments where you you think, whoa, that is a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. That's an MVP caliber guy. That's a quarterback who can do it all. He can extend the play make something happen in the pocket, and then deliver a strike downfield, deliver a deep back shoulder fade to the end zone. He had elite moments. His situation, it was horrible last year. It was horrible. And I know a lot of people would say the situation is horrible this year, but it is a bit better. It is a bit better. DJ Chark has emerged as a a good wide receiver. LaVisca, Ch- 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 Chenault. LaVisca Chenault, the second-round wide receiver they picked this year, he's he's promising. He's a talented, promising guy to add to that offense. And Chris Thompson, safety net, screen plays, dump it off to him, dump it off to Leonard Fournette. He showed us he can catch. Situation is better this year. and When you consider last year, he came in week one as a backup. He came in as a backup. He hadn't played with DJ Shark. He was a backup. He was a six-round pick backup. He hadn't played with the starters. So to consider that and then see what he did, not consistently, but see those moments, those flashes of elite talent, it's very exciting, especially given how late he's going. In a lot of 12-man leagues, he is undrafted. You can skip out the quarterback position your whole draft, then after your draft, go to the free agent pool, Take your worst player, a kicker, whatever. Swap it out with Gardner Minshew, and I think you're going to be set at quarterback. Also, if you love Daniel Jones, because he can run, take a look at Gardner Minshew. He was fifth in rush yards for quarterbacks. He was fifth in carries per game and sixth in total carries. He can run, and he had zero rushing touchdowns. If we assume he runs like he did last year, then adds a few touchdowns, I think he's a top 15 guy, possibly top 12. And given the draft position, like I said, the draft position, undrafted in a lot of leagues, he is a great pick. All right. So we've covered Minshew. We've covered Jared Goff. We've covered Dak Prescott and Kyler Murray. There is one more profit-approved quarterback for 2020. This guy is maybe the best best value pick at the quarterback position this year. Maybe the best value pick at the quarterback position. A lot of people hate him. A lot of people hate him. A lot of people are going to hate me for endorsing him this year in fantasy. He is Kirk Cousins. All right, all right. Hold, hold in the gasps. Hear me out. In 2015, Kirk Cousins finished as the number 10 fantasy quarterback. Number 2016, he was number 5. 2017, he was number 5. 2018, 11. 2019, 17. All right. So he's been top 12 all but one season. Second most consistent quarterback. Never finished outside the top 24. He's good. He's a good fantasy option. And the reason he finished 17th last year not top 12 like he has basically every other season of his career is because Stefanski run their super run-heavy offense. He just didn't pass the ball that much. Stefanski is gone, and I expect Kirk Cousins to throw the ball a bit more. I know Diggs is gone. Thielen, though, he's very capable, and I believe in Justin Jefferson. I don't expect him to be an MVP, all right? Can we, get that? Can we get that in the clear? I'm not expecting MVP production. He is not better than Patrick Mahomes. He's not better than the, the But he's proven to be a trustworthy fantasy option. to finishes as a top five quarterback. Only one year outside the top 12. He's an amazing value pick. He's going in the 15th round. That's his average draft position, the 15th round. You got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. I don't know if there's another quarterback who's, who's as good of a value pick. There are guys that are, you know, sleepers like Drew Locke, Gardner Minshew, where they could explode and you may have a great value. But Kirk Cousin has, has proven time and time again to be an, a reliable and sometimes elite fantasy option. Draft Kirk Cousins. If you want to wait on a quarterback, draft Kirk Cousins. If you want to wait, if you want to pass up on, you know, Dak Prescott and Kyler Murray, and you want to wait even longer than Jared Goff, go with Kirk Cousins. You will not find a better value pick at the quarterback position than Kirk Cousins this year. Maybe Jared Goff. Those, those two are pretty similar. Pretty much everyone hates him this year. But Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, they've proven time and time again to be good fantasy options. And they've been forgotten because one bad season, one bad season. All right, guys, that's the end of the profit approved quarterbacks. Next episode will be the wide receivers and then the running backs and then the tight ends finally to set things up. Uh, the, The podcast will be coming out fairly regularly now. Usually during the school year, football season approaches, I do more and more podcasts. I want to do about three podcasts a week uh, and then some YouTube lives and TikTok lives. That's really a schedule, three podcasts a week is the goal, Uh, along with the TikToks that you see here, the Instagram posts. But now that we're getting into the heart of draft season, I'm going to be doing a lot more podcasts. Uh, I'm going to be doing the profit approved players, basically my guys, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'm going to be doing those for each position. I'm going to do some sleepers, some busts, some breakout candidates. And then we're going to get into the, get into the fantasy season, and I'll have an itinerary, a little schedule for that, uh, updated soon on TikTok. So thank you guys for listening. If you haven't already, please drop that five-star review. It means a lot to me. And uh, have a great day, everyone. I hope your fantasy football drafts go well. And if they do, Send over $2.50 and I'll write up a little customized article about your team, grading it, giving you some advice. If it doesn't go well, still send over the $2.50, send me your team, and I will give you some customized advice to try to make your team as good as it can be. All right, everyone, have a great day. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.